Are you a Christian entrepreneur on a mission to achieve extraordinary success, but something just seems to be holding you back? Now, if this is you, get ready because in this episode, I'm going to be guiding you through the process of discerning if God is putting obstacles in your way, why he might be doing it, and how you can overcome these challenges if it's indeed the case. So essentially, we are going to explore actionable steps to align your business ambitions with God's purpose for your life. So in this episode, we are going to be keeping it really simple by answering some questions together to determine if God is blocking your business growth, what to do if you feel like you're being blocked, ways to fully surrender your business to the Lord, and how to discern if God is calling you to stop your business entirely. Now, all that to say, we are diving deep, my friend. So please grab a notebook and pen because these questions that I have for you are going to get you to go really deep. So again, make sure you grab a notebook and pen and let's dive in. Hey, queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, here's the tea. (laughs) About nine months into coaching, I hired a one-on-one business coach with the intention of helping me scale to 10K months. And at the time, I was bringing in about 2K in monthly revenue from my coaching business, which was fantastic. But if I'm being totally honest with all the debt I had accrued, like student loans and credit cards I racked up in college and the business expenses I had, I knew I needed to be bringing in more. So I hired a coach and about halfway through, I started having mental breakdowns. Like I'm talking true mental breakdowns. I was literally doing all of the work like to a T and I wasn't really reaping the benefits. So as you can probably imagine, I was in a really big financial bind. Now, something that you need to know is that during this time, I was very obsessed with doing everything to a T. Y'all, I literally did everything to a T and I was obsessed with it. And I was obsessed with hitting my goals and I was obsessed with chasing the money because I needed it or I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. And that's just the situation I was in at the time. And the truth is that it really consumed me. And I was convinced that that was not happening, but the truth is that it really did consume me whole. And for those of you who maybe aren't familiar with my story, this season of my life was absolutely pivotal for my spiritual growth as well as my business growth because what happened next changed absolutely everything. 
One day I was bawling my eyes out in the backyard, just panicking about my financial situation and not making headway in my coaching contract. And I just remember I fell to my knees and something just came over me. You know, words I did not intend to say. And honestly, I opened my mouth with full on intention of begging the Lord to bring me some money. (laughs) But what I actually said surprised me. And I said, God, please take away this obsession I have with success and replace it with an obsession for you. And I remember I just immediately felt this wave of peace and I stopped crying. And I mean, I was bawling my eyes out before and I stopped crying. And then not long after that, I was very calm. And I remember I asked the Lord that if I take the steps he wants me to take, without obsessing and letting it consume me to please open up the doors if it's his will or some doors, not even just the doors, but some doors. (laughs) And again, I just remember feeling so much at peace. Like I actually walked back inside and I just grabbed some tea and like everything was normal. Like I didn't just have a mental breakdown in my backyard, but you know, I remember the next day I took immense action. I took obedient action without obsessing and somehow managed to book two sales calls and sign them both on his clients the very same day. Payments in and everything. And I was in shock, (laughs) like in shock. And I knew at that moment that I was being blocked. I was so obsessed with my works and my glory that I was taking my eyes off of him. You know, he had to quite literally show me that my business is nothing without him. In fact, it is his business, not mine. And this need I had to force things and control things would lead me to destruction. And so here's the thing. You absolutely need to take action. You know, faith without works is dead, right? But when I say action, I mean obedience to what he's telling you to do. I don't mean just letting your day-to-day actions consume you to the point where you unknowingly begin relying on yourself instead of him. I mean taking obedient, faithful action and stewarding what he has called you to steward in this season of your life. All of this to say, If this is something that you have dealt with or even wanting to deny that you're dealing with like I did, because I really did want to deny that I was worshiping my own glory and not his. But if this is you, I highly recommend joining us inside of our membership, the Call to CEO Collective. Inside of this membership, we help you work through this. We help you navigate all the ups and downs of being a faith-based entrepreneur so you can ultimately cultivate that thriving Holy Spirit-led business the Lord did put on your heart, but do so in a way that glorifies Him instead of yourself. And yes, you even get live coaching two times per month. 
There are several members who have now told me that this membership is something that they didn't even want to admit that they needed. And now that they're inside, they just get it and they love it. So if you want details on the membership, go ahead and head to www.hannahbrindley.com membership. We would absolutely love to see you inside. And if you just want to grab the link, you can do so by heading to the show notes too. We really would love to support you. But all of this to say, let's go ahead and answer some questions that I think will really get your juices flowing to determine if God is actually blocking your business growth. So the very first question I have for you is <laughs> literally the podcast title, is God blocking my business growth? And if so, why? Now, from this question, there's a few subsequent questions I believe will help you get to the answer for yourself. And I do recommend you write these down and journal on these later. These journal prompts are obviously geared for business women, but you can apply them to any area of your life. So in these prompts, you can change out the word business for something else like marriage, friendships, body image, etc. So here's a question. Are you relying solely on your works to contribute to your business growth? And how have you been trying to control or force the situation? Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. As you're probably aware by now, (laughs) this was me. I was so focused on doing all the things and thinking I had to do them as much as humanly possible or it wasn't going to work. Now, don't get me wrong, faithful, obedient action is needed, but I was obsessed with my works to the point of being in a constant state of anxiety and working through my flesh instead of allowing him to work through me. When you let the Holy Spirit work through you, you will work from a state of Holy Spirit overflow instead of a state of overwhelm, which is caused by self-inflicted pressure. Your mind won't be constantly dwelling on work. It will be dwelling on him. So as you can probably see, that's a big difference, right? So the next prompt I have for you to answer this question, if God is blocking your business growth, is have you truly surrendered your business to the Lord? And what in your life have you not fully surrendered to him? John 4, 34 says, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Now for me, business was the first thing I had to surrender. But keeping it really real with you, there is more that he is working with me on, like in other areas of life. So then the next prompt I have for you, is what if you surrendered what you wanted and committed to fulfilling the work that he wants? What would that actually look like? Y'all, I have to constantly surrender what I want in my business. It is a process. And something I like to compare this to is that I truly believe that faith and surrender are like muscles. You know, the more you use them, the stronger they get but you have to keep using them or the strength will fade away. It's not like you can just turn on this switch and just all of a sudden surrender everything over, every area of life over to God for the rest of your life. 
or, you know, maybe it is, you know, I believe in miracles. So if that's the case for you, amazing. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that that probably isn't the case for most people listening. And it's definitely not the case for me. I am a human. I mess up. And I find myself working in my own strength a lot. And I always have to catch myself. So if this is you, it's okay. Repent and put your eyes on him. Now, next up, I have a really juicy journal prompt, okay? It's really juicy. And I want you to get really honest here. And the question is, how has your flesh overtaken you in your business? How have you let your desires consume you? And I should probably mention here that there is nothing wrong with having desires. Nothing wrong with that. The problem comes in when you allow yourself to be consumed by them and putting your desires above the Lord. Psalm 73, 26 says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So I want you to get really specific with this question I just asked you. Think of specific scenarios that you have experienced where you know firsthand that your flesh has overtaken you. Journal about what it was like when you let your worldly desire consume you. What were the instances? What were the scenarios? The more you can think of here, the better. Because once you identify the problem, you can then begin to recognize when it happens again, and it will be far more likely that you are able to snap out of it faster. There have been multiple times where I have let my flesh overtake me, and I'm going to share a couple of them with you so it gets your brain juices flowing. So one major example is that there have been many days, and more than I would like to admit, when I put my quiet time with Jesus on the back burner because I, quote unquote, don't have time or I have, quote unquote, too much to do that day, or I just let myself get behind on things. And the fact that this is the first thing I decide to put on the back burner is a very big indicator that in those moments, I'm living in my flesh. Now, another big one for me is that there are days when I feel like I am constantly checking my notifications. You know, I have my notifications turned off, but I tend to want to check all of my apps obsessively, regardless if I'm getting notifications or not. And this right here is another example of just letting my flesh control me. Like I am letting my phone control my thoughts and my day. But more than that, on days that I do this, it's showing me that I am constantly searching for something. I'm searching for something more because no matter how many times I refresh those apps, I'm still not fully satisfied. I keep going back for more just in hopes that it will fulfill me somehow. But as I'm sure that you're probably aware, that's never going to work because the only thing that can fully satisfy us is Jesus. No app, no payment, no boyfriend or husband or child even can fully satisfy us. Only Jesus can. So before we move on, I'll ask again, how has your flesh overtaken you in your business? And how have you let your desire consume you? And what lesson is he wanting you to learn from this? 
Perhaps he wants to show you that he's the only thing that can sustain you. Perhaps he wants to show you that he wants you to desire him more than you desire your business. Or perhaps he's wanting to show you that his ways are better than his ways. Or that when you allow him to work through you, miracles happen. You know, what lesson is he wanting you to learn from this? Get really clear on that. And then your next journal prompt is this. What would it look like if you truly desired him more than you desired your business? How would you actually live your life? Maybe this looks like spending an extra hour with him in the morning instead of trying to decide on your brand colors because you just wanted to. Maybe this looks like going on an additional walk listening to scripture because that's the only thing that truly fills your cup. Or maybe this looks like taking the steps he has told you to do for the day and then stop thinking about work. You know, stop letting it consume your every thought. You know, maybe it looks like praying for him to overtake you with the Holy Spirit and get every remaining piece of flesh out of you. Maybe you pray Psalm 90, 17 over your life. It says, let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us and to prosper the work of our hands. So going back to the original question, is God blocking your business growth? Because the truth is you may be being blocked right now. And if that's the case, I want you to know that this is not a punishment. You know, I really don't view the time I was being blocked as a punishment at all. I view it as part of my sanctification process. I needed to be blocked in that way to get my eyes on Jesus. I needed that detour desperately. I didn't know I did at the time, but when I look back now, I know that's what was happening. Romans 8.28 says, All things work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I was being blocked and the Lord knew it was going to get my attention. And he used this situation to teach me to look at him because he loves me. And if this is happening for you, he loves you so much. I mean, can we just marvel in that? Just how much he loves us, that he can use certain situations for our good and his purpose, because that's what he's doing. And so with that being said, I want us to answer this next question together. And the question is, what does it mean for me if he is blocking my business growth? How do I even move forward if that's the case? You know, one thing I think that is important to share here is that I think it's easy for us to think, you know, God is blocking me. So that means I need to go in another direction. You know, that means I shouldn't be pursuing this business at all. But that's not always the case. Like I shared with you in my story earlier, God was blocking me, but he was blocking me to teach me something about the calling and the mission I was pursuing. So how did I know he didn't just want me to quit? You know, honestly, I didn't know for sure at first, but I always had this knowing after I entered entrepreneurship that I wasn't supposed to turn away. I just intuitively knew and that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And anytime I had doubts or I was scared, I knew that that was the enemy. I knew the enemy was whispering lies to me. And I knew this because 
if things were going exactly how I wanted them to or thought they should be, there was no way I would be thinking about quitting or going to get a full-time job. The enemy uses fear, guilt, and shame to try and manipulate us to do his will instead of God's will. Isaiah 54.4 says, Do not be afraid. You will not be put to shame. Do not fear disgrace. You will not be humiliated. You will forget the shame of your youth and remember no more the reproach of your widowhood. Is fear, guilt, or shame causing you to back down or turn away? Or do you feel in your spirit the Lord giving you peace about a door closing? Because that is how the Lord will tell you to get off the path you're on. He won't use fear. He will gently nudge you and you will feel at peace. He won't use fear, guilt, or shame to try and manipulate your decision. And so I would really encourage you to spend time with the Holy Spirit here. Ask him to show you how to proceed and then trust him with whatever he reveals to you because only he is going to reveal to you the next step. And he may not give you all of the steps all at once, but whatever he reveals to you, trust that and let everything else fall away. So now that you know how to determine if your business growth is being blocked, it's time to break through self-sabotage, activate a faith-fueled focus, and find a community of like-minded Christian women who just get it. And that's why I created the Call to CEO Collective, to help women like you finally get to the root of the problem and cultivate a thriving Holy Spirit-led business. The Call to CEO Collective is a community-driven membership for Christian entrepreneurs who believe in the power of claiming their authority in the secret place and in the marketplace and are ready to stand out and sell out online. You and your business, brand, or ministry will be so supported when you immerse yourself in the live coaching curriculum and community. And yes, I said live coaching, and yes, this is a low ticket price point. So That said, if you want to learn all the nitty gritty details or go ahead and join us at the current rate, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. I'm also going to link that in the show notes for you. And I so hope to see you inside. Bye friend. Hey CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.